Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Hey, hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Burt Not Ernie Show. I am just... Um, honestly, I'm like flat blessed that you're here. For every listener, I just think it's just so awesome. I'm thankful for every single one of you. So, and really, really thankful that I kind of get to have this little platform to share my excitement over the Word of God and all His promises. I mean, how cool is that? It's tremendous that we, I get to live in this era where we have this terrific opportunity to really make it so easy to kind of get into the Word of God and to learn about who God says we are, and gain kind of a clear understanding of who we're not. And hence, that's the reason for the show title, The Burt Not Ernie Show. Part of knowing who we are involves a whole lot of knowing who we're not. And I just think it's what an amazing time to be alive. And just in case you think that I only do my studying before these episodes so that I can share it with you, um, you're not the only ones that are, I hope you're learning. I hope you're learning something and being encouraged. But Um, I learn so much in the preparation time. It's amazing. I can study something just from my own quiet time, and I get stuff out of it by all means. But when I start studying to get ready for a podcast episode, I am amazed at how much more I learn. So I think I benefit um, probably more than anybody else does. So, hey, how awesome is that? Okay, so for today's episode, uh, episode five, we are going to be talking about... Romans, the book of Romans. And this is a New Testament book. We're going to take a look at a couple of things in here. And I just want to make one quick side note about this book of the Bible. It is, it is so rich. There is so much in the book of Romans. I don't even know how one person in the course of a whole lifetime could ever plumb the depths of the book of Romans. It's powerful. And I kind of just find myself falling into the camp of Christian believers who I've heard it said, there are people that say, if we only had one book, if we only had the book of Romans, we would have enough for our entire lives as believers. We really would. So if you start studying Romans and you find that to be true for yourself, I would love for you to let me know. So just this one book in the New Testament is enough. It's amazing. We would be without excuse for uh, the things we make excuses for if we just really singularly studied Romans alone. If that's, if that's all we had, wow, amazing. So it's that powerful. So this is a big one for me. Tackling Romans is a big one. My husband has said that his favorite uh, Facebook live video that I ever did was talking about Romans chapter 12, just a few verses in that chapter. Um, and so uh, here we go again with more on Romans, even though it does seem to be beyond my scope for sure. Romans 12, verse 2. This is from, today I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, and I will have that down in the show notes for you. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read it out loud, and what it says is this. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, 
but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Wow. So, wow. I almost kind of want to drop the mic and walk away. Like that is a powerful verse. Today's podcast could, I could probably just end right now, just hang it up, you know, hit the stop button in audacity and just upload the sucker and be done. Cause that's huge. That's huge. It's just, wow. That one little word, wow, is the most accurate description I can come up with for Romans 12 too. I I really want to invite you to think about this for a moment right here at the beginning that we've got promises here. Listen, folks, we've got promises here and they are not just my promises. They're for you. They're yours, your promises. Honestly, if I were only focused on learning about God's promises and how they apply to me, I, I probably never would have started the Burt Not Ernie show. I could just, I could just keep, you know, I could like coast. I could just coast. You know what I mean? Like, you ever felt that way? Like, you know, you need to do something else, something more that the Lord's calling you to do, but you also know, "Mm, I could just coast if I wanted to and not get out of my comfort zone and not maybe have to deal with everything that comes with getting out of my comfort zone. And there's stuff that comes with it. People can be critical and you open yourself up to a whole lot more scrutiny and all that's fine. It's totally fine. But sometimes it could be easier to just kind of coast, right? Like I could have said, I just want to get the promises of God into my own life, into my husband's lives, my kids' lives, my close friends that I love so much, their lives. And I'll just call it good. My church family, my small group. Um, Yeah, maybe I'll share a verse on social media platforms here and there. Just kind of basically coasting though. So I say that to kind of draw you into today's episode, into today's verse, because I already know that this verse is for me. I've already been praying about this and believing and seeing evidence of it play out in my life and in my loved one's lives. So um, I don't record episodes. I don't have my little home office sort of taken over with sound equipment. And I've got this really gorgeous little raspberry pink colored desk that has a gold foil paisley custom painted on top that my daughter did. I mean, it's beautiful. It had gold Um, handles, drawer pulls on it. And so she did this wonderful little, she came home at the beginning of the summer. One of the first things she did was she just put this fabulous gold foil paint, paisley paint pattern all over the top of it. And then my, um, my husband and my kids had a piece of glass custom made to go over the top of it. And it is, I love it. I love this little desk. It's fabulous. And it's like way, way more just adorable. The cuteness factor has gone through the roof with a mic and a pop filter and these really closed ear headphones are large and bulky and they pinch with my glasses and it's never comfortable. Like it's so much cuter with this big headphone holding anchor thing stuck to the side of my desk. Right. So, okay. So, I mean, I don't actually mind the mic or the pop filter or any of that, but I want to get your attention a little bit extra today. Like just be a little bit extra because here's what I really do mind. Here's what really, really does bother me. If you just kind of listened, if you just kind of listened to this episode, but you didn't make it about you, if you just listen to it and you don't let it change you at all, you don't apply it to yourself, to your own walk with the Lord, to your own situation, your own junk, whatever that junk is, that would bug me. That would bug me so much. That would bug me a lot. I've already got this happening in my own life. All right. I mentioned in the last episode that I'm battling heart failure 
Um, and so, yeah, I literally live on God's promises and I believe them and nothing, 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 nobody, no way, no how is going to change that. It's not going to change that. I would not have started the Burt Not Ernie show if I wasn't facing heart failure, but that doesn't change the fact that I do this show for you. This little show, this little platform is not about me. It's about you because I'm already living these promises. I'm already believing them. They are my oxygen. They, every heartbeat I have, I know is from the Lord. And I know it in a way that maybe some other people who never think about the way that their heart is beating, they might never think about the fact that every heartbeat is from God. Of course, it's true for all of us, but for me, I know it's true in a way that not everybody gets the opportunity to know. So I want you to take this verse from Romans today, like right now, this very moment, just own it. This is yours. Make it yours. This is all for you. So please, please, like, you know, I'm kind of whiny begging. Please, please let it really sink down deep and bring about whatever it is that the Lord wants to do for you, in you, through you today. Because there's always something he wants to do for you and then also in you, and then through you for other people. So make Romans 12 to yours because you're the whole reason that I'm even on here talking into my pop filter today. So when we look a little bit closer at this verse, Romans 12 to, we find that there are some conditions to the promise and its fulfillment in our lives. Not every Bible verse that is a promise has conditions, but this one, we kind of see some. So what I see right away is this. What jumps out at me is it tells us we need to let let God transform us, specifically our minds. Okay, so to actually change the way that you think, let God transform your mind and change the way you think. So this infers that we cannot let, we can fail to allow the Lord to transform our minds, right? We can prevent him from changing the way that we think. This needs to scare us a little bit. This is really serious stuff. We absolutely want God to do all the heavy lifting in our lives, right? And that's, that's his role. Believe me, you, he's willing to do that. He's a good heavy lifter. He has proven that to be true at Calvary. When he went to the cross, Jesus showed you he will do the heavy lifting. There is no end to the heavy lifting that he will do on your behalf. And yet here it is in the word of God penned for us. We have to let our minds be transformed. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's exactly what it says in the New Living Translation of Romans 12 to let him. But wait, then there's a little more right before that. Right before that, it says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. Okay, so if I'm going to be changed in my mind, in my thinking, in my thought life, which, hey, newsflash, this is a key part of life. A key part of my life is my thought life because what I think about all the time is what I will become. It's what will consume me. It's what ends up being the truest thing about me at the end of the day. So if I have my, my thinking changed, I've got to be willing to let God change my thinking to align it with God's word and God's very best for me. If I have not done that, then I'm deciding to copy the world. When I do decide to have my thinking changed and align with God's very best for me, then I've decided not to copy the customs and patterns and behaviors of this world. So customs and behaviors, those are the exact words used in this, in this verse, customs and behaviors. So this is a very clear cut, plain as day litmus test for my life, for your life. Remember this promise is for you today. This is yours. 
that does not mean the conditions of the promise um, don't apply to you, right? Okay, so if this is a promise for you, the conditions are also for you today. So where do you copy? Where do you emulate? Where do you imitate the behavior of the lost and dying and and sin-sickened and just heartbreakingly messed up, jacked up, broken world in which we live? Do you have any customs, traditions? Customs are like those things that you do on autopilot. So it's not like you need to make a new decision in order to do them. That's why they're customary. You do them just because that's what you do. Where are you living your life by a set of customs that are the world's and they are not the Lord's? Where is that happening for you? Do you have any customs that you need to take a hard look at and say, wow, that's a, that thing I'm doing that's so customary is just copying the world. It's not God's best. Sometimes when we just take a second and take a fresh look at our life, a whole lot will be revealed. Taking a fresh look at your life can reveal so much. And then don't stop there. Don't just take the fresh look. Then you need to invite the Lord into whatever it is that he shows you and then let him do the heavy lifting. You kind of have to make the decision to agree with him that you want to think the way he wants you to think about everything. And then you'll find yourself getting a hold of that new mind, right? I'm going to say that again. Take a fresh look at your life. Whatever is revealed by the Holy Spirit is the area where you need to invite the Lord in. Invite him in right there at whatever he shows you and let him do the heavy lifting. Agree with him that you you want to think the way he wants you to think about everything, about all of it. And then right there, that's where you find yourself getting a hold of that new mind. The Lord wants to bless you with a whole new way of thinking that is healthy and whole and true and good and right. So participate with him in the process. It's, it's a new thing that he's doing in your life today. And that new thing that God is doing is a good thing. Even if it feels a little painful, just rip off the bandaid, let him do the heavy lifting. And remember, it's a good thing. That new thing God is doing is good. So the next portion of the verse says, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Oh gosh. So like, I love this so much. This is like, this is life-changing stuff. It really is. This isn't just me blabbing. This is life-changing stuff. Then one little word, four letters, T-H-E-N, then. Okay. Here's your promise right here. Once you stop copying the world's customs and behaviors and instead, like when you sense that loss, or that gap where you were doing something or you were thinking wrongly, maybe in a worldly manner or just not thinking according to the word of God. Maybe it was habitual. Maybe it was a family trait. This is how your family has always thought about these types of issues. And so it was on autopilot. It was ingrained and trained in you before you were even able to hardly walk, right? And you start to fill that space up. You replace it. You recognize it's wrong. You see the gap and then you start to fill that space up and replace those thoughts by asking God to transform your thinking, asking him to give you his thoughts, asking him to give you the mind of Christ, which is something you're promised in the New Testament. Then, then what he says he will do is that's when you get to learn to know his will for you. How amazing is that? Can you not do the predecessor to the promise? Can you not do what it's asking you to do? Can you not say, Lord, come in and show me where I'm copying the behaviors and customs of this world. Transform me into a new person. Change the way I think, Lord. Draw me to your word. Draw me to prayer. Show me what your word. When I open the Bible in the morning, Lord, show me. 
something from it. Teach me. What does it mean? Explain it to me. Change me and let me see the change. Sometimes change is happening beneath the surface. It's totally okay to say, Lord, I want to see some change. I want you to show me where I'm changing. That's the then. After then, right, comes a promise. So that's when you get to know his will for you. This doesn't tell you that you get a roadmap. This doesn't tell you it's not like a treasure map. Uh, It's not like the curse of Oak Island and maybe you'll find something after years and years of digging around out there. Probably ain't going to happen. It's not like that. It's not a roadmap or a treasure map that gives you every single bit of the rest of your life. And you already know that, but you also probably kind of hope that you'll get a big hunk of information that will cover a lot of ground. Like maybe I'll know the next five years. I won't know everything. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll know who I'm supposed to marry. Uh, Maybe I'll know what city I'm going to live in after college. Maybe I'll, you know, it's okay if you don't get hunks, right? We know we don't get the whole picture. Sometimes we just want a big hunk of the whole picture, especially the parts that we think are the most important hunks. We want those. So um, you're probably not going to get that. It's probably not going to tell you this is what's next for your family. This is what's down the road. But the promise is that you're going to know his will for you. You'll learn to know his will. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So it's a learning process. You learn to know his will. That means I have to be, um, if I'm a good student in a class, I'm communicating with that college professor. I'm dialed in. I'm taking notes. I'm turning in my assignments on time. I'm not walking in there and making demands. And I'm not one of those students that says, I'm paying for this. Uh, I'm going to get what I want out of it. No, I'm, that's not a good student. That's, uh, that's a different name for that. And good student is not the name I would use for that. You need to learn what God's will is for you. And honestly, this is so much better than a treasure map or a roadmap. It's way better. So why is it better? Here's why. Because this process of learning to know his will for you will keep you so close to him. It's about your relationship with the Lord. Nothing Nothing is more important than that. God's a jealous God. He is jealous for you. He adores you as the apple of his eye. And he wants you to keep on learning how to know his will because he wants you so close to him, so close to him. Sometimes when we're seeking God's will in a matter, we're just, we're stuck to him like glue. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you're really leaning in, you're pressing in, you're spending time with him. When you're reading the word, you're waiting to hear an answer from him. Your prayer time, you spend a lot of time listening. You're just, you're stuck to him like glue. You're just so close to him because you're not going to move. You're desperate for the Lord's intervention. And that has made you desperate for the Lord. See that need, that point of need, that pain point. That's the thing that brings you to him. He'll use that pain point to keep you stuck to him like glue. It's a beautiful thing. So think about those times. I know you know those times when you've been stuck to him like glue. And if not, try it out. You're going to love it. It will make the hardship uh, a lot less of a hardship when you get to spend so much time just stuck to the Lord like glue. You're, you're so close to him in those moments that nothing matters like he matters. Nothing matters to us like he matters to us in those really trying moments where we're so close to him. And anything that keeps my heart, whatever keeps your heart stuck like glue to our Abba Father's heart, that's a good thing. That's too good of a thing to get rid of. It's too good of a thing to miss out on. We don't want to make light of that. You're going to want to keep learning better and better his will for you versus getting a direct download of the map or the plan for your life in its entirety. One is so much better because it lets you remain in that place where the Lord can show you 
over and over again just what it means to be the apple of his eye. So that's awesome. That's great news. That's uh, somebody, who's that for today? Somebody needs to hear this today. This is a word for somebody right now in this moment. If that's you, Lord bless you. Lord bless you. Jesus loves you. The Lord, the Father loves you with such a passionate love. It's dear. It's a dear love. So grab a hold of this and believe it. It's for you. And the last little bit that I want to look at is that very tail end of Romans 12 too. And it says, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I just wonder if that's speaking to anybody today. Just, just that idea, that concept, that, that concrete reality of what your daily life might look like if you could live in that place where you just know God's good and pleasing and perfect will for you on a moment by moment, continual basis. That's, wouldn't you say that's like living the dream? That's the definition of living the dream right there as, as a child of God. When we know God's will, when we're walking in his good, pleasing, perfect will for us as his individual child that he loves fiercely, the stress is gone then. Then the stress is gone. Wondering and questioning and all the worry, the fretting, living in fear, just gone. And just a side note about fear, when you're dealing with fear, don't bow down to fear. Don't do it. Don't act and react in the way that fear wants you to. Don't let fear be the ruler over you. Don't let it reign over you. Fear is not your God. Do not barter with it. Do not play with it. Do not feed it. Instead, starve it and never bow down to it. Okay, that's just a side note. Um, can you imagine just having those things gone? The stress, the wondering, the questions, the worries, the fretting, the fear, just gone. In the stark and absolutely glorious light of this verse, Romans 12, 2, all that other junk it just dissipates. It just burns off like that early morning mist. It's just gone. Like that little bit of dew on the grass at the start of a hot summer day. It's irrelevant. That tiny bit of dew, it doesn't matter one iota when that 110 degree sun starts baking down here in uh, Wichita, Kansas. It's, it's gone. It's irrelevant. That's the promise right there. That's it. That's what's for you in this verse today. You're not listening to this by accident. This is not um, in your earbuds by chance. Absolutely not. No way, no how. God chose you. God chose you to hear this today. It's the Lord speaking to your heart right now. He has a good and a pleasing and a perfect will for you today. It's not off in the future somewhere. It's today, right here and right now. It's pretty great news. It's, that's a word for somebody. I cannot tell you I cannot, I could not ever possibly tell you what your exact life plan is. There's no way I can tell you that. But what I can tell you is this. If you are really willing to get rid of those worldly behaviors and customs, if you're willing to see with new eyes what the Lord wants to change in the way that you think about yourself and about others and about God and about every aspect of life, if you will allow him to transform your thinking, then he will also transform the rest of your life. Because you're going to be so close to him, so close to him that you'll notice the slightest movement that he makes as he's directing you to do this and to not do that, to move now and to take a pause for a moment here, to send that text message or to make that phone call. Stop right now and pray over that situation. Step out in faith in this circumstance. Make the move or just stay put for a bit longer. The relationship with the father is key and he's adamant. He's adamant about it. You must not forget that this verse doesn't state that you have a mediocre of a so-so or a pathetic future. Your future is not mediocre and it's not so-so and 
uh, you get what you get and it's probably not going to be that great. Nope. This first promise is that God's will for you, for you, this is for you. Y-O-U. It's good. It's pleasing and it's perfect. How can you not love the book of Romans? Like just love it so much. I don't know. I I love it. Okay. So I just got to tell you, thank you. Thanks for hanging out here today for a little bit. Lord bless you as you just kind of make the guarantee of Romans 12 to your own today. It's for you. It's for you. I'm going to be back next week and uh, I cannot wait to have you back here. Share this if it encouraged you. Share it on your social media. If you leave me a review, then what happens is it goes up in the rankings, especially as a new podcast, and more people are going to be able to hear about the promises of God. So uh, that would be that'd be awesome. You can find me on Instagram at Titus Two Disciple Jan Burt. That's at Instagram at Titus Two Disciple Jan Burt. You can check the show notes to sign up for my free newsletter, which is just, I send out some Bible verses and some encouraging prayers, super short and sweet because it doesn't need to be lengthy when it's in your inbox. Nobody needs that. And I'd send that out every week, sometimes only every other week. If you want to learn about details about um, my project that I'm working on, I'm praying through the book of Daniel. Um, Holy cow. If you want to see life change, start studying the book of Daniel and start looking at what attributes and characteristics and um, faith and trust and God-honoring means. What things can you pray from that book? Pick a person and start praying them. You spend even a month, a month praying for somebody from the book of Daniel, you're going to see change. It's amazing. So I've been working on a project on that. It may be something I put on uh, my member site, Titus 2 Discipleship with Jan Elbert, where we have a monthly study of the month. And we talk about it in the Facebook group. And so that may be something I do there. I may, I'm not totally sure what the Lord's going to have me do with it, but I don't think it's going to be this podcast. I think something else. I'm pretty excited about it, as you can tell. So thank you so much for joining me. Lord bless you. I will see you back here next time. And um, gosh, I can't believe this is already episode five. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks so much. Love you guys. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.